Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Free Association again. Um, I'm back on BitChute and I'm looking at a video with uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan called The Myth of the Omicron. And uh, I've listened to the first 10 minutes of it. It's worth sharing at least 10 minutes of it. So I'm going to play through again and, uh, and send it out on the interwebs. So this is Dr. Thomas Cowan, and he's explaining how uh, PCR testing is being used to uh, to fool everybody into believing there's a new variant. I think that's what he's saying. If I misunderstood that, I'm sure he'll explain it a little bit better than I do. I won't show up on PCR tests. So hey. that 
it must be COVID. The question is why? Well, because everybody who's sick must have COVID, or they're at least suspected of having COVID. So obviously then the next step was to do a PCR test, which was reported as being negative. And more specifically, there are three primers that have to be positive in order for there to be a positive test. And in this case, two of them were positive, but the primer that is meant to represent the spike protein that was negative. So this is the first, and I would actually say the most important decision point in this whole process. So what we have here is a person with a nonspecific flu-like, cold-like, detox-like symptoms and a negative PCR test. So one conclusion would be there's nothing to see here. They just have a cold and the PCR test is negative. See you later. Uh, but that's not the conclusion that this doctor came to. Uh, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but they, I think it was a woman, came to the conclusion that because if you're sick, it must be COVID. There is no actual justification for that conclusion, but that was her conclusion. And so it must be uh, COVID with a negative test. Now, it could be a, quote, false negative test, but we don't really know what that means because it means nothing. So she then took the step of let's send a sample from this patient to a virology lab and tell them that this person has COVID and has a negative PCR test. Again, the important point to realize is that they made the decision and called it to be fact that this person had COVID. And I can't emphasize enough there's no evidence for that conclusion, except that's what she said. So the lab then uh, does their deep metagenomic sequencing, meaning they uh, start creating what Stefan calls a dirty PCR. Now, a dirty PCR means they start using a lot of amplifications cycles which means they start creating uh, new cycles, uh, sorry, new sequences, which are not there in the original sample. In fact, uh, arguably something like 80% of the sequences that are created were not actually there in the original sample. And then because they knew that the spike protein sequence was negative, they looked and did an alignment with special reference to this spike protein sequence. And because it was uh, essentially different than the usual uh, spike protein sequence, i.e. it tested negative, they came out with a different sequence 
mixture for the spike protein and said, those are the mutations in the spike protein sequences. And that means it's a new variant, meaning a mutated version of the usual coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2. And in particular, the mutations are in the spike protein sequences. And again, if you ask the question, what led them that to that conclusion? It was this, it was this thinking, A, it must be COVID. Therefore, this must, there must be a SARS-CoV-2 in there. The SARS, the spike protein sequence of the SARS-CoV-2 is negative. Therefore, we have to look for a different set of sequences in the SARS, in the spike protein part of the genome, we've created every kind of sequence you can imagine. And so we then find different set of sequences for the spike protein, and that becomes the Omicron variant. Then this new set of sequences for the spike protein gets published and disseminated worldwide. And that becomes then the blueprint for every subsequent alignment for the Omicron variant all over the world. And so anybody then who wants to see whether they have the Omicron variant just takes a sample, uses this new sequence as a template, usually will find the new sequence. It also will test negative to the spike protein on the usual PCR, and therefore a PCR test which has two of the three sequences positive, which used to be called a negative test, is now called a presumptive positive test because everybody now knows that the spike protein sequence has been mutated and therefore doesn't show up on the PCR part of the spike protein. That means you're going to have a lot more positive tests because the example I gave, it's like you have a a situation where you say the number of millionaires is a reflection of our economic policy. And so you count the number of millionaires. And then you do some changes in your economic policy, and then you recount the number of millionaires. But this time, you change the definition of what a millionaire is from having a million dollars to having $500,000. And therefore, you conclude that there's a whole lot more millionaires, and so your economic policy must have worked. And that's essentially what happens here as you change from a, you have to have all three sequences because the sequence, because the sequence for the spike protein has mutated, it obviously won't show up on the PCR test. So a two out of three then becomes a positive test or at least a presumptive positive test. Not that they're going to necessarily change the guidelines because that would be too obvious, but wink, wink, we all know what happens. And so those become presumptive positive 
and then they get sent off for for the to for sequencing. Then they use the new mute uh, sequences of the spike protein as the template, and of course they find them, and then you have the Omicron variant spreading all over the world. Now I did find something that spoke about this. Let me bring it up, and uh, I think you can see this. So here's a version of what I just said, and I don't remember exactly now where I got this from. Um, so sorry about that. There is one commercial test from Thermo Fisher Scientific that can perform the twofer. Both detect the presence of the virus and give testers an inkling of what that what they're dealing with might be the Omicron variant. The company's test targets three different parts of SARS-CoV-2. Two relatively stable regions and the more variable spike protein. It turns out that Omicron will show positive matches on the two more stable regions, a pattern similar to the one from the alpha variant, but will show a mismatch on the spike protein portion. In other words, they're saying they're calling detect the presence of the virus. That they're saying is what a PCR test does, which is actually a lie because it doesn't. All it does is it detects certain sequences with no information, no possible way to know whether that where those sequence, sequences originated from whether they're, quote, from a, quote, virus, whether they're from you, whether they're from bacteria in you, fungus in you, or just breakdown of your own tissue. So two of the three are positive. The spike protein is negative, And then they can uh, do a, quote, twofer and sequence it using the new Omicron sequence that was published as the template and tell you that if you have two, uh, out of the three, now you can sequence it and, and find these different mutated uh, spike proteins, and that will be positive. And so the two out of three become a positive test, and that's why you'll have many more cases all over the world. Then they say the Delta variant, which is now responsible for nearly 99% of new cases around the world, does not share this omission and produces a three-for-three three match on all three regions targeted by Thermo Fisher's PCR test. This means, given Delta's dominance, if a sample produces all three matches, it's likely Delta. If it, produce, if it results in only two positive matches, it's likely to be Omicron. In other words, the two out of three triggers the sequence, which invariably finds these new sequences so, in fact, I was correct. Two out of three triggers a, a action which makes the two out of three positive, and therefore you'll get more positives all over the world. To confirm, researchers then send those samples for sequencing to definitively look for Omicron's genetic profile. 
which doesn't have a definitive appearance, unfortunately. And so there you go. So it turns out I was correct. Two out of three triggers an event which finds these new mutated, quote, sequences, which actually don't exist in the original sample, but it becomes the alignment pattern template upon which all the uh, samples are sequenced towards, and that's how you end up finding exactly what you're looking for.